Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Are we all good? I really, really hope so. I am. I am wonderful on this Wednesday morning. <laughs> so it's wonderful Wednesday. There you go. So um, let's crack on. What have we got in store for you today? Well, we have got the answer to... Um, ma, 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 ma. What have we got? The answer to the riddle yesterday. So the riddle was... Let's have a look. Take off my skin. I won't cry, but you will. And that was from Geo. And... The answer, and we had Evie and Isabella, um, both of you got um, it correct. It was an onion, of course. Ugh. Take off my skin, it won't cry, but you will. Oh my goodness. Of course it was an onion, so well done, and well done to everyone that got that one right. Um, so the riddle today is also from Geo, and it's, <clears throat> excuse me, lighter than what I'm made of, none of, more, sorry, more of me is hidden than is seen, what am I? I'll say that again because I got it muddled. Lighter than what I'm made of, more of me is hidden than is seen. What am I? Well, what do you think that is? Answers, please. <laughs> now, I've got an amazing fun fact and I have yet to actually um, check it's true with my cat. But if you have a cat or you know a cat, you can see whether it's actually works out. Okay, so a cat, the back paws, as it's walking along, the back paws will actually step in exactly the same place as the front paws. So if you look, you know, if you're, they're walking on sand or something and they leave little tiny paw prints, um, They'll leave the front paw prints, but then the back paws, as they move their back legs forward, will stand in the same spot as the front paws. Um, and this is because they do it so that they can um, never, I don't know, have go to stand, ugh, start again. They can never stand in dangerous territory because their front paws have already checked the area so there you go they've already checked it for danger so then they let the back paws go <laughs> but i am going to check that out when i see my cat walking um but since i've had this fun fact in my head um, my cat hasn't left any paw prints so that I can actually check it out and make sure it's right. 
Now, the true false question yesterday, uh, I've had, um, where are we? We have had, uh, Isabella said it's true. Um, 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 uh, Andrew said it was false. Uh, anybody else? Let me just check. Uh, uh, uh. I think that was all. Now, okay, it's actually true. It was other or there are, sorry, uh, true or false, there are 206 bones in a human body. However, although it is true, um, Andrew, you said it was false, but you were also kind of correct because although there are in an adult body 206 bones, you're actually born with 270 bones in your body. Now, wouldn't you think that a tiny little baby tiny tiny baby would have less bones than a fully grown adult but the reason is that when you're born some of your bones actually um say say for your for your head your skull it's different different types of um bone and it fuses together to make one big bone over time so um and the same inside all of you different parts of your legs different parts of your arms um when you're born that's why babies are so flexible um and they can sleep in strange positions <laughs> simply because their bones aren't fused together yet as an adult your bones are fused together so there's no way you're going to get in those positions <laughs> um so although it was true, it kind of was false as well. So, what the, the question today, the true-false question is, true or false, pigs roll in the mud because they don't like being clean. Is that true or is that false? Is there another reason for it? Let me know. And if you say it's false, I want to know the other reason. Don't just say it's false. <laughs> um, so let's have a look. Okay, so where are we? Um, I had a question. Um, bear with me. I asked you a question yesterday, first of all. Um, what were your favourite sweets? Okay. Um, so Sienna, you like gummies and lollies. I also like love gummies. Um, not a big fan of lollies, but gummies I do like. Um, and she says thank you for saying hello to her because it made her happy and warm. That was lovely. So you are more than welcome, Sienna. Um, Isabella, uh, you got the um uh, where are we? Sour worms, that's way what you said you like. I don't like sour worms they make my face make funny funny faces They're sort of ooh. um mia you said you like 
ice cream or gummy bears? Gummy bears, definitely. Do you always bite their heads off? Which part of the gummy bear do you eat first? Do you just put it all in your mouth? Do you bite the head off? Or do you bite the bottom half off? Which way round do you eat them? Um, jelly babies. I love jelly babies and I always eat the heads first. <laughs> always. Bite their heads off. Um, and... Georgie, you said, yes, you can swim because that was my question the day before. Um, and you asked, can humans pee in their sleep? <laughs> well, um, the answer to that is yes. Uh, so you can pee in your sleep. Uh, babies do it all the time, don't they? Um, but even as a, a child... Um, children have accidents where they've wet the bed at night but also um, have you ever needed the toilet so badly so so badly that you've actually dreamt about needing a wee and going to the toilet and actually sitting on the toilet and I've known people who have dreamt this and they've dreamt that they're on the toilet and they've peed and they've actually peed the bed because they've thought they were sat on the toilet. Um, so dreams can be very, very vivid, obviously. Uh, so, yes, the answer to your question is humans can pee in their sleep. Um, my, I have to just say this um, because uh, my son still has he's still young enough to have the odd accident um and he did tell me the other day that he'd had an accident in his sleep or in his bed um in the night and I said oh don't worry because you know we'll just change the bed not a problem and he said oh no it's not in my bed and I thought where is it um only to find that he'd woken up so he didn't actually pee in his sleep. He'd woken up and he'd peed in his welly boot, which was next to his bed because he couldn't be bothered to get out of bed. So not quite peeing in your sleep, but <laughs> being a little bit lazy. <laughs> he wasn't very popular, believe me. Um, so uh, that's the answer to that question. Um, do you have um, a another question? And I think I'm just going to check, first of all, who it was from. Um, it was who invented money. So, Zoe, it was from you. You asked who invented money. Well, I will sort of go into that. Um, possibly tomorrow because um, I'll check it out a lot, a lot more but I do know that um, early forms of money from about 12, 1200 BC um, came from nature so the first type of, of money was uh, shells and stones and things like that so things that came from nature um and 
not only, I think it was, oh, I can't remember where it came from now. I will find it all out tomorrow and answer it properly. But I do know that little bit of snippet of information um, that that I, I know already is that they used to use shells and stones and things um, as very, very early forms of money. OK, so I promise I will find out lots more for you. <laughs> So what is the day today, apart from being Wednesday? It is National Toasted Marshmallow Day. Oh, yummy, yum, yum. I do love toasted marshmallow. I just love marshmallows. Full stop. Uh, it doesn't matter whether they're toasted or not. Uh, it's International Whale Shark Day. So the type of shark that's called whale shark. It is Frankenstein Day. <laughs> so dress up as Frankenstein. Um, it's also National Slinky Day. Have you got a slinky? Have you played with a slinky? Um, I know my children do. They love the things going down the steps. And oh, um, they are, they've got um a couple of different ones they've got very small ones that are different colored and they've got smiley faces on and then they've got a massive great big one it's a uh, national beach day so get down the beach doesn't matter where you're supposed to be going go down the beach it's beach day <laughs> and it's also um right i don't know whether i'm pronouncing this right i'm gonna have to ask my south african friend um Amaguinha Day. Okay, so it is a South African fried bread dish, um, Zulu in origin, and it's literally translated to fat cake. <laughs> so it's similar, although it's similar to a donut, um, it's not a donut as we would think of a donut as in like jammy and creamy and gorgeous. You can put all sorts of fillings in one of the most popular ones is um like a curry um and you put it in and then fry it so i don't know i am going to have to find out more about these things though i'm going to ask my south african friend and see what he says <laughs> um but amaguinha there we go you can make your own you don't have to go find a south african shop and um buy them you can make them there you go so google how to make an amaguinha um a-m-a-g-w-i-n-y-a -A and enjoy a south african fried bread dish don't like the fact that it's translated to fat cake <laughs> that's kind of makes you feel um as if you're doing makes you feel guilty about eating it before you've even eaten it uh, so oh my goodness me right uh time for a story i think let us have a look and see what we can see bear with me um the enchanted wood hmm i think that remember joe disappeared up 
into uh, Snowland or somewhere, wasn't it? Um, and he met a big snowman that was ordering him around. But then he met lovely polar bears who allowed him to live in their little house. So um, chapter nine is called The House of the Three Bears. Because if you remember, Moonface is going to take them to Goldilocks Cottage to see if they know how to get to the land that Joe's in. So Beth took a cushion, put it at the top of the slide and pushed off. Down she went, whizz! She shot to the bottom, flew out of the trapdoor and landed on the cushion of moss. She'd hardly got up before Franny flew out of the trapdoor too. Oh, you know, that slippery slip is the greatest fun, said Beth. I'd like to do that all day long. Oh, yes, if we only didn't have to climb up the tree all the way first, said Franny. The trapdoor flew open and out shot Moonface on a yellow cushion. He put the three cushions together, whistled to the red squirrel who looked after them and threw them to him. Then he turned to the waiting girls. There's a train at midnight, he said. We shall have to hurry. The wood was still bright with moonlight. The three of them hurried between the trees. Suddenly, Beth heard the chuffing of a train and she and Franny stopped in surprise. They saw a small train winding in and out of the trees looking for all the world like an old-fashioned clockwork toy train made big. The engine even had a key in its side as if to wind it up. There was a small station nearby. Moonface caught hold of the girl's hands and ran to it. The train was standing quite still there. Carriages had tin doors and windows which didn't open, just like those of a clockwork train. Beth tried her hardest to open a door, but it was no use. The train whistled. It was anxious to be off. Don't you know how to get into this train? asked Moonface with a laugh. You are sillies. You just slide the roof off. As he spoke, he pushed at the roof and it slid off like the roof of a toy train's carriage. I think this is just a toy clockwork train made big, said Franny, climbing over the side of the carriage and getting in at the roof. I never saw such a funny train in my life. They all got in. Moonface couldn't seem to slide the roof on again properly, so he stood up inside the carriage and when the train went off, Beth and Franny, who couldn't possibly see out of the tin windows, stood up and looked out of the roof instead. They did look funny. At the next station, which was called Dolls Station, three dolls got into the carriage and stared at them very hard. One was so like Beth's own doll at home that she just couldn't help staring back. The second station was called cross patch station <gasps> and standing next to the railway tracks were three of the crossest old women that the girls had ever seen 
One of them got into their carriage and the three dolls at once got out and climbed into the next one. Move up, said the crosspatch angrily to Moonface. He moved up. The crosspatch was an uncomfortable person to travel with. Oh, she grumbled all the time and her basket, which was full of prickly bunches of roses, kept bumping into poor Franny. Here we are, here we are, sang out Moonface when they got to the next station and the three of them got out gladly, leaving the crosspatch grumbling away all to herself. The station was called a bear's station and there were a great many teddy bears about. Some brown, some pink, some blue and some white. When they wanted to talk to one another they kept pressing themselves in the middle where the button that made them talk was and then they could talk quite well. Franny wanted to giggle when she saw them doing this. It did look so funny. Please could you tell me the way to the three bears house? Moonface asked a blue teddy bear politely. The bear pressed himself in the middle and answered in a nice growly voice. Up the lane and down the lane and around the lane. Thank you, said Moonface. Well, it sounds a bit funny to me, said Beth doubtfully. Not at all, said Moonface, leading them up a little lane through the honeysuckle. Here we are going up a lane. And now you see it goes downhill. So we're going down a lane. And presently we'll talk, turn a corner and go around the lane. He was right. They went up and then down, and then around. And there in front of them, tucked into a woody corner, oh, was the dearest, prettiest little house the girls had ever seen. It was covered with pink roses from top to bottom, and its tiny windows winked in the moonlight as if they had eyes. Moonface knocked at the door. A sleepy voice cried, Come in! Moonface opened the door and they all went in. There was a table in front of them and on it there were three steaming bowls of what some people call porridge and some call oatmeal and round it were three chairs, one big, one middle-sized and one tiny. It's the house of the three bears, all right, whispered Beth excitedly. It was just like seeing a fairy story coming true. We're here, said the voice from another room. Moonface went in with Beth and Franny. The other room was a small bedroom with a big bed in it, a middle-sized bed, and in the cot, oh, was the most adorable baby bear. With the bluest eyes the girls had ever seen. Where's Goldilocks? asked Moonface. Gone shopping, said the father bear. 
Where does she live when she sleep when she's here? asked Beth, looking round. And does she always live with you now? Always, said the father bear, putting his big nightcap straight. She looks after us very well. There's a market on tonight in the enchanted wood, and she's gone to see if she can buy some porridge cheap. As for where she sleeps, well, she just chooses any of our beds, you know, and we cuddle up together then. But she likes the baby bear's bed best because it's so soft and warm. She did in the story, said Franny. What story? asked the mother bear. Well, the story of the three bears, said Franny. Never heard of it, said the three bears, all together, which really seemed rather extraordinary to Beth and Franny. They didn't like to ask any more questions after that. Here's Goldilocks now, said the mother bear. The sound of a little high voice could be heard coming nearer and nearer. The baby bear sprang out of his cot and ran to the door in delight. A pretty little girl with long curling golden hair picked him up and hugged him. Hello, dearest, she said. Have you been a good bear? Then she saw Beth. Franny and Moonface and stared at them in surprise. Who are you? she said. Moonface explained about Joe and how he had gone to the land of ice and snow where the big white bears lived. I'm afraid the magic snowman will make him a prisoner there, said Moonface, and he'll have to live with the white bears. Could you get your three bears to come with us and ask the white bears to let Joe go free? Goldilocks. But I don't know the way, said Goldilocks. We do, said the father bear suddenly. The white bears are cousins of ours, Moonface. If you can help us with a little bit of magic, we can visit the land of ice and snow in a few minutes. Good gracious, said Beth, most astonished. But it's ever so far away. Right at the top of the faraway tree. Oh, that doesn't matter, said the father bear. He took down a large jar from the mantelpiece and filled it with water. He put into it a yellow powder and stirred it with a big black crow's feather. Moonface put his hands into the water and began to sing a string of such strange words that Beth and Franny felt quite trembly. The water bubbled, it rose up to the top of the jar, it overflowed and ran onto the floor. It turned to ice beneath their feet. A cold wind filled the little house. Oh, and everyone shivered. Then Beth looked out of the window and what she saw there filled her with such amazement that she couldn't say a word. She just pointed. Franny looked too. And whatever do you think, outside lay nothing but ice and snow. They were in the same land as Joe. Although how this land happened, neither Beth nor Franny could make out. We're there, said Moonface, taking his hands out of the jar and drying them on his red handkerchief. 
Can you lend us any coats, bears? We shall be cold here. The mother bear handed them thick coats out of a cupboard. They put them on. The bears already had thick fur and did not need anything extra. Now to go and find Joe, said Moonface. Come on, bears, you've got to help. Ooh. Well, deary me. So, magic spells getting them to the land of ice and snow. I wonder if they'll find the magic snowman. I wonder if they'll find the polar bears, the white bears. And I wonder if they'll find Joe and be able to rescue him. I really hope so. Any old how? Oh my goodness, that is today's, today's episode. And I hope you enjoyed it. Um, so, uh, I haven't decided on a question yet, but check the end of the the thing because there will be a question at some point when I think of one. <laughs> so you all have the best day ever, ever, ever. And don't forget, dress up as Frankenstein. <laughs> And send me a picture because I really want to see all you Frankensteins. Um, but I will see you all again tomorrow. Take care and stay safe. And bye for now. Da -da -da -da.